City Sports, your number one for all sporting results. The Kilkenny Kerry Association held a celebration evening in the Pembroke Hotel on Friday the 3rd of March with a number of special guests in attendance, including the Sam Maguire Cup. Community Radio Kilkenny City Sport was also present and we spoke to former Kerry All-Ireland medal winner and All-Star Mark O'Shea, current Kilkenny football manager Christy Walsh, a former Kerry hurler, and Mick Galway, another former Kerry footballer, best known for his many successes with the Irish rugby team. Celebration night tonight in the Pembroke Hotel with the Kerry Association and joining me is Mark O'Shea, the former Kerry inter-county footballer and all-star. Mark, first of all, welcome to Kilkenny. Thanks, Nicky. Great to be here and uh, uh, really excited about the night. Uh, I was chatting to my good friend Mikey Galway and he was telling me of the, the huge uh, Kerry-Kilkenny contingent in living in Kilkenny and it's great to be here to, to have a great night. Well, the Sam Maguire Cup is sitting proudly out there and I suppose you were possibly getting a little worried was it ever going to come back to Kerry so Jack O'Connor came back last year but were you getting a little bit uh, concerned that it was taking a while coming back we were for sure I, I don't know who said it was it Mick O'Dwyer that um, the Kerry supporters always hoped that in a decade Sam Maguire should come to the county at least twice and uh, we didn't manage to do that uh, in the previous decade so we were off the mark this year uh, 2022 hopefully there'll be a few more to come but yeah it was look Kerry were knocking on the door for a while Nicky very unlucky in 2019 I suppose when Dublin won the five in a row that game went down the stretch went to a replay um, and then you look you you COVID and you had the, the loss to Cork Belone Parky Cueve there's a good young crew coming up Jack O'Connor's in charge again so you'd be hoping Jack could get the most out of him but look uh, it's a very hard thing to do is to do a back-to-back and with the exception of Dublin of course like our team was the, the team previous to do that 0607 you're going back as far as Cork 8990 before that so it's a very hard thing to do um, and, and, and that's the big challenge in front of this Kerry team at the moment and I think it's a huge challenge it'll be a very difficult thing there's loads of teams out there at the moment who are very competitive you've got Armagh you've got Derry who are probably now leading in, in the north you've got um, Galway we've seen Mayo in recent weeks that they, they seem to uh, or, or, uh, Kevin McStay seems to be getting a tune out of them Roscommon obviously top of the table um, and you know you've, you've Cork coming as well which is great I think for the Munster Championship because I think that'll really the Munster Championship it was, was kind of very I, I wouldn't say dead but you know it wasn't really competitive so it's good to see Cork coming now as well so um, th- there's a lot of teams out there that can challenge for Sam and of course Dublin with Jack McCaffrey and um, Conor Callaghan and Paul Mannion back that's huge for them so you know it, it'll make for a great year I think the National League at the moment is very competitive. There's huge crowds coming out and I suppose it is the status of the football championship where you have to finish in a certain position or else you might be down in Talton Cup territory. So that's put a bit of a bite into the leagues this year, perhaps more than ever. It is. And you know, like the, the, the interesting thing about the league this year is uh, like we're not just looking at the Division 1 we're looking at Division 2 as well because we're looking and we're even looking to see who's coming up who's going to come up from 3 so the leagues are very competitive and we see Division 2 how competitive it is and you know it's, it's, it's great to see it and like I mean even for example this weekend we've got Derry and Dublin uh, above in Celtic Park that's going to be a great game Derry are flying it at the moment and uh, that's going to be a huge challenge for Dublin and, and you know I was looking at the paper during the week and I was looking forward to the weekend's games and that's the game I'm looking at, you know, and I, I, I'm really looking forward to that. 
Um, so look, it, it, there's, there's, there's huge competition. I always remember when I was playing, National League was always the most enjoyable time because you were playing week in, week out. And um, that, that made it very enjoyable for me. Um, you know, with the championship now, it, it'll come fast. But then last year I was watching it, there was still a break for Kerry. When Kerry, there was like, since the National League, to the first round of the championship there was something like five or six weeks so you know it, it'll be a bit shorter this year which is a bit better but uh you know you want those games coming week in week out which make things competitive what do you make of the shortened inter-county season how has that gone down in Kerry uh do you know I I wouldn't be too gone on it Nikki. I I, I can totally understand where the GA are coming from um they want I suppose COVID certainly put perspective on it from the sense that the club player now knows exactly when the club season is on and you know you, you can finish off competitions I'd still like to push it back maybe to August you know um, you know because I, I think it's a very long year when the championship is over in July August, September, October, November you have five months there and you're waiting for Intercounty when it came back there you know we were delighted to see it back um, you know boys and girls across the country love what going to watch the big players playing the Conor Callahan's, the David Clifford's, you know the the all these the Kyle Hayes's, the, the all these big big hurlers and footballers, and you want to see them more often. And uh, it's a very condensed season, which I'm not too good on. I I far prefer to see maybe uh, the the McKenna Cups, the McGrath Cups, and those competitions. I think that you know there there's not much mass in them in my view. I know people might feel different to that, but I think that if there could be, um, you know, give the, the college competitions, the the under twenty competitions at time, and maybe start the national league in the month of February, March, and push it all back to August. I think it'd be far better. But look, it, it, there's a different side of it, and I understand that as well. You mentioned the name a moment ago, and he's been uh, the the standout player, the superstar of Gaelic football, David Clifford. There's an awful lot expected of him. I know he got a little break after the club had won the club final, but there's an awful lot of expectations on, on a young shoulder still. There is, and like the way teams set up now at the moment, Nicky, it's 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 hard. It's 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 what uh, like I was at the Kerry Armagh game last weekend, and what I noticed straight away when he got the ball, it was three or four fellas around him. And look, I saw him as well when he came on in McHale Park above and above in Castle Bar he certainly improved things and what he did was he, he's able to kick long range points which draws out the defenders who are playing in as sweepers and what I, which I think is very effective so if you have a player who can kick a ball over the bar from 40-45 yards look we're, we're blessed to, that he's from Kerry and that he's playing with Kerry he's a fantastic footballer he's a great role model what I'm very impressed with though is his temperament his temperament is unbelievable the way you know he comes in for so much uh Physic, like the, the physicality that, that the opponents you know throw at him he's able to take that no that said he is a big strong man so he's you know he's well able to mind himself but uh, you know when, when they put it up to him physically you know he doesn't he doesn't get nasty he just plays the football and look we're, we're he's going well <laughs> the, the one thing Nicky like I mean I go back to the All-Ireland semi-final last year and if you look at Kerry and Dublin only for the Shawnee, Shawnee O'Shea 45, or sorry, not 45, the free at the end. Uh, like, if that ball didn't go over the bar, it was going to extra time. Bear in mind, that Dublin team were without Conor Callaghan. Can you imagine a Kerry team without David Clifford? I don't think we'd be winning All-Irelands, that's for sure. And what about Dublin? They're not gone away. Well, look, uh, look, I'm not trying to be a cute Kerry man when I say this. Uh, there's a lot of people writing their epithets for the last few weeks. 
they're not going away. They're slowly but surely bringing back the old players. Um, you saw James McCarthy introduced in recent weeks. Of course, they're getting older, some of them. But I still think there's a right tune in this team. You have Jack McCaffrey. You have Conor Callahan. Give those fellas a few weeks. You saw Jack McCaffrey, Boulogne Parky Cleave, the point he kicked. He hasn't lost any of his pace. I think these fellas are really, really going to be at the business end of the championship this year. When you look at Gaelic football today and when you were playing, which is not too many years ago, what is the main difference you're seeing now? I think the big difference is like the way that the, the, you have to rotate the ball. There's, there's no team now giving the ball away cheaply. When I was playing... As a cornerback, fullback, I might get 25, 30 possessions in a given... Like, sorry, 25, that would be a good day out. In today's day, I was watching the game the last day against Armagh and I read that Tom O'Sullivan got 50 possessions. That's because the ball, they're not taking risks. If the ball is kicked in and there's a turnover, it means you're vulnerable at the back. So there's no risk being taken with the shots that are being taken. So I, I find the game very frustrating, to be honest with you, Nicky. You'd be hoping the big pitches would kind of maybe sort that out to some degree. But I, I think the way that teams are getting bodies behind the ball, that, it was there in my day, but it wasn't there to the level that it is there now. And it's, it's, it's frustrating to watch, I can tell you. Finally, Mark, the punditry that you're doing now, are you enjoying it or is it a, are you, you feel you're comfortable able to criticise even the Kerry Leds if it has to happen? I do, to be honest, because like when I started off, I was doing a bit with air sport and now I'm with GA Go this year. I'm starting in April. Really looking forward to that, working with uh, Michael Murphy from Donegal and Paddy Andrews from Dublin. Um, and I'm really excited to get involved in that. And yeah, it's enjoyable. And what I've noticed about it is that it keeps you in tune with the game and it gives you more of a focus and not alone just your own county, but other, other teams. But if you were to criticise your own players, you, they wouldn't be uh, too slow to tell you either. Quite sure, Mark. Lovely to talk to you. Thanks. Thanks very much, Nicky. Well, among the Kerry contingent here tonight in the Pembroke Hotel is Christy Walsh, one of their most famous sons. And uh, Christy, it's, all, it's a couple of years since the Kerry gathering took place, but good to be among your own for a full evening it is Nicky uh, it's a long time it's a long time since um, it's nearly up to 20 years really since uh, something like this happened before but uh, it is it is great yeah it is uh, organized at short notice really so um, no it is great very good tell me about your days down in Kilmiley in the hurling what what you can remember because it's a few years since you've obviously played down there but you obviously had some great times there I started playing, uh, I suppose, underage. I started playing when, in uh, 1973, but I suppose uh, under 14, that would be the first. I started playing my first senior game, I'd say, in 1979, I remember. Um, and I finished in Kilmiley, two, two, one, two, three, four, five, I think. 2005, the other uh, 15, 18 years ago. And you had a fair bit of success during that period? Well, uh, in the last four years, Nicky, all right, Kilmiley won the four in a row, but uh, I give 30 years, or 20 of the 30 years previous getting beaten, so uh, it was a long time coming. Yes, you're better late than never, but uh, in terms of the hurling in Kerry, they're certainly making decent headroads in uh, recent times. They are. I was down there last Saturday. They played awfully in the, in the, the league. They got beaten by a pint, actually. Uh, a last puck of the game, uh, line ball over the bar, they were beaten by a pint, which, uh, they were unfortunate. So I think they're playing Kildare in, in the next round. David Harris is Kildare, and uh, if they, they'll have to beat them if they're thinking of going to a league final. So, but there's certainly a bit of a buzz about it now, and uh, getting good support, I think, from the county board as well. And and uh, Malone, Stephen Malumphrey is bringing uh, bringing something extra to the team, I think. 
He is, yeah. I, I suppose to get Phyllis to buy into because you're deal- really you're dealing with seven or eight clubs, and and when you're playing with Kerry, you like you'll never get to play Cork or Lim- the nearest counties. The nearest county you'll end up playing is Westmeath, Carlo, and uh, so every day, every match, challenge matches, they're they're a day gone. Like, if you know what I'm saying, I know that doesn't sound a ho- like a whole lot, but actually. Uh, and I'd say it's the same with most counties these days, Nicky. People have to see is there an end in sight here? Is there a purpose to all this rather than just playing? In my day, I was just mad for the road and I didn't care if we were up. And we was playing National League games. We was going to stay in Dublin overnight. And sure, that was a novelty in itself at the time. So, But nowadays, young fellas, uh, that's no novelty to young fellas. Like, you know, there has to be something at the end of the day. And they're going for, uh, this year, they're going for the Joe McDonough again. Now, they were, they were in the last three finals and they lost the three of them and off they go again so it'll all be started in the next two months yeah last year I, uh, I think the pity about last year was I was at that final it was a cracking game and a couple of the Kerry players who had played earlier in the year had opted out and maybe had they been around they might have beaten Antrim so I suppose that's the challenge that Stephen has is to get them all to commit as you just said you have yeah you yeah, look you've that in, in, in the football counties like uh, the first seven or eight counties you can, you'll tell any Kerry fella look there's a chance we'll be in the All-Ireland this year or next year so do this and do that and the same with Kilkenny Hurling the chance are Kilkenny won the All-Ireland last year the chance that they'll be in the All-Ireland again this year if they, don't, if they won't be they'll be in it next year and it's the same with Kerry football but for most counties that's not the case at all actually uh, and, and if they add up the pros and cons a lot of them, and so you fellas pulling out, and you know, because there's a lot, even for the Joe McDonough and Division 2, there's a lot of commitment required now to be a county hurler or a county footballer, and I suppose a lot of fellas don't see the point of it. Kerry football had a great year last year, and it, it maybe took a little time. Christy, you were at most of those matches, I assume, and uh, I'm sure you were delighted that Jack O'Connor managed to get them over the line once more time, one more time. I was, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they did very well. Um, the All-Ireland file, I suppose, with 10 minutes to go to the draw match and just Kerry just pulled away in the end and got over the line. This year they've started off slowly, but that's to be expected as well. And uh, a bit like um, the, the Munster Championship, like Kerry will get into the Munster Championship final and they'll probably win it. So, I mean, it's not like Ulster where they're flaking. The, it's a bit like the Leinster hurling to an extent, like where you have the Munster hurling five counties, they've all a chance. Like Kerry will get into will get into the latter stage of the football championship without any great bother, to be honest. Like Kilkenny will do in the hurling, to be honest. David Clifford has been a, a bit of a sensation, but there's awful expectations on a young man's shoulders, isn't there? There is, and he's answered all the questions, and he's done everything. I mean, he he he's the biggest superstar the G ever had, I suppose, or in a long time, and uh, he has uh, he's doing everything right. He, he's consistent. He's coming on every ball, even even there. Uh, the day against Mayo, he came on against Mayo, he got three kicks and he got three pints. I mean, there's no one else doing that, like, uh, and he's doing that for years. You know, every game he plays, give him the ball and he scores, and, and it's not that easy. <laughs> no, it sure is not. Christy, before we let you go, Kilkenny Football Leagues are on at the moment and you're possibly keeping an eye on things or at least mm. know what's going on. When are you hoping to maybe to get the players together again and maybe start at least planning for to defend the All-Ireland title? Well, what we decide to do, we'll let the leagues go ahead and uh, the championships will be starting this time next month, or the, the end of March, beginning of April. So at that stage, in another six weeks, the counties, it'll be getting, the counties involved will be getting less and less and hopefully by the 1st of April we, 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 we'll, we'll get the show on the road again. Well, certainly you'd, uh, you want to go and defend the title and win it again, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's, that's what it's all about now. And uh, 
while we know there's a few fellas gone away and, 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 and won't be playing, there's other fellas meant to come in and join up, so that's good. Sure, it's great, and it was uh, the excitement in Croke Park last year. I mean, I was there in the middle of it. it it's, to have players playing in Croke Park, first of all, and then to walk up the steps was the stuff of dreams. It was, yeah, because it, uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was excellent. And the day it was on as well with, with Kerry and uh, Dublin playing after. So uh, it was a great day. Like I said before, if just played above in Carlo, nobody would care really. But uh, the fact it's on in Croke Park, the match is on after, and the fact that we won. And it, all, it was a brilliant day all round, yeah. And finally, Christy, you were telling me, early, Mar- early April, I think, you're, you're have penciled in to start off the Boone Kine, lads, this year. You're in charge down there. The hurling, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I suppose with no real matches till August, uh, it was all about timing and, and not going too early. And so we said we'll 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 leave uh, March go and even if we get longer in April, and that's when, that's when we'll start. Makes sense, Christy. Thanks very much. No bother. Thanks, Nicky. Mick Galway, a great gathering of the Kerry men here tonight, and I know you were part of the organising group. As I said to Christy Welsh there a while ago, it's a while since you were together. It's a while, and it's it's been a long time, and um, I suppose. We actually met, I don't know the Christy tell you this, but with Christie's 60 there before the Christmas and I'd been just away with the Kerry team, we were back from Dubai and Mauritius and we just said, look, we have to be up Sam and then it kind of started that we'd have a few pints and a bit of crack but then, you know, the more we got involved in it and the more we told people we had to do it right and, and thankfully, um, you know, in fairness to the staff, uh, the staff and management here in the Pembroke, they've been fantastic to us. Look, and it's great to celebrate winning the Sam McGuire because... It took a few years to come back to Kerry. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and sometimes you think, um, you know, the dubs have been very dominant over the last, and this, and this, and I think this one meant a lot to every Kerry person. You know what I mean? Like when, when you're down in the doldrums and you're not, you're not up there, it, it, it hurts. But um, it's great to see people here tonight, and everybody's coming in with a smile, just to catch up and just to, you know, like as I said, we. we we arranged this just to get together, but now it's even taken another step because we want to, we, we're doing stuff for charity and, and the Kerry Hospice, and um, it's lovely to be able to enjoy yourself and yet make money for the Kerry Hospice, which is, which is a great charity. Now, obviously, you made obviously your name very much in the rugby scene, but you, you've never lost your love for Kerry football because from your early days of playing in Curra, you still have great memories. Absolutely. Do you know what? It's funny. And, and, and Kerry, of course. And Kerry, of course, yeah. But do you know what? It's, it's funny, and... and Obviously, people would know me more from the rugby, and, and I was blessed, and I was a professional rugby player at one stage, but um, I still lose sleep over Kerry football, you know what I mean? I remember, like, going back to, to this year's All-Ireland, I was awake at six in the morning, you know what I mean? When I was captaining Ireland, that didn't bother me, you know what I mean? So, you know, this kind of proves that where you're from, it, you know, it, it comes out in you, but it's, um, it's great, and, and, like, what really is good tonight is just meeting people that I haven't met for a while and, and just catching up. It's fantastic. Next weekend, Ireland head over to um, Murrayfield to play Scotland. This could be a tricky encounter, Mick. It could be, yeah, and, 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 and thankfully we, we got through Italy, and I was hoping that, that France would beat, beat Scotland to stop their momentum. Now, there will be a backlash, but, and, and, but like, this is probably going to be our toughest game. Um, you know, we can't even look at look at Paddy's weekend yet against England. It's it's all down to this. And Scotland have often proved to be a you know a banana skin and, and hopefully hopefully we will um we'll have players back and there's been an amount of injuries but the, the real I think the real highlight of, of this Irish team this year is when the top players are out, there's fellas coming through and that's and that's a sign of a great team. The intensity of the game and the close proximity of the games means that uh, th- he's losing players to injuries and that's where the big squad is so vital now 
Absolutely, and, and, and that's the great thing about modern rugby. You know, it's all about it's all about the team. It's not about the starting team. It's about the it's about the bench, the column finishers. Now, you know what I mean? And and that's you know, I think rugby has gone to the stage where you want to you want to you want to finish with your best team sometimes, and you want to finish on a high. And that's and that's I think um, Andy Farrell and his management have, have done very well from that point of view. Will he be able to coax Johnny uh, Sexton through to a World Cup, given you know how precious he is to the team? That's it. I think every game, every game as it comes, you know, every time Johnny gets an injury, it's a bad one. You know what I mean? And 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 I know he's half a carry man, and uh, particularly when he's playing well, we, we say he's a carry man. But you know, he's he's 37. When you get when you get knocks at that age, it, it's harder to recover. But still, I think he's playing probably better rugby than he was 10 years ago, and, and he's very important to us. I'm sure you'll head to France to the World Cup. Absolutely, we'll be, we'll be over there. We wish it was on here in Ireland, but unfortunately it's not. Um, but we'll be over in France, and you know it's going to be a huge occasion. And hopefully this Irish team will keep the momentum going. And finally, Mick, today we're hearing a lot of stories about Tony Buckley and more players uh, yeah. with this whole concussion thing, soon the IRFU and others. This is a real worry for a lot of rugby players who the game is so intense and so physical. I suppose it was inevitable something like this was going to happen. Absolutely. The game, the game has been so physical for years. And the, the, you know there has it's a physical game by its nature, and unfortunately I know Tony Buckley. I played with him, I coached him, um, you know, and unfortunately he has he has symptoms of concussion, and I suppose you know um, my heart goes out to him because he's he's a lovely lad, and um, it's 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 unfortunately it's part and parcel of of, of, of contact sport, and and you know this is something that um, in fairness the, the the governing bodies of the, of, of the world rugby are doing their best to sort out, but. Um, Long-term injuries will always be there. And I suppose there might be need to be some tweaks to the rules. Possibly, yeah. But in fairness to them, they really are. They really are cutting down on, on, on injuries to the head. You know, um, concussion is, is something that I had my day, and thankfully, not yet. Anyway, I, I don't suffer the consequences. But um, you know, when you get a bang to the brain, it's it's not good news. Mick, good to talk to you. Thank you, Nicky. Thanks. For- City Sports, your number one for all sporting results.